1: What up, fine people of podcast land? (laughs) You're listening to So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen. I am the co-host of this podcast along with Justin Winters, who is the movie geek and far more informed than I am on all things movies. He always makes fun of me when I do these intros. But uh, if you haven't listened to us before, we are a podcast wherein I am the kind of movie virgin, haven't seen a lot of things, and Justin has seen pretty much everything under the sun. And then we, re- we watch them and talk about them. So it's not like highbrow movie criticism, <laughs> but we have fun. Right, Jess?
2: Welcome, people, to podcast land. <laughs> that was a great intro. Hey,
1: you're welcome.
2: you getting better at this, Chris.
1: Oh, thanks. It's only taken me like eight years.
2: 160 episodes in. We've got it going on. We've, we've got some
1: fire in, in our tires. Is that what you say? Light the fire in the tires?
2: Yes, light the fire in the tires. <laughs> That's that, exactly what everyone says. Is
1: that how it goes? It's uh, <laughs> kick, the, kick the tires, light the fires?
2: Kick the tires, light the fires.
1: Or is it light the fire, kick the tires?
2: I think it's your preference. Oh, okay. So whatever, whatever works best.
1: Okay. <laughs> I feel better about that.
2: Hi, Chris. Hi, Jess. Welcome to our podcast.
1: Thank you for welcoming me to our podcast.
2: I'm welcoming everyone. everyone oh, Everyone in podcast land, you. Uh, so, yeah. So, welcome, guys. Today is a strange week. Number today one, is a strange week? Today, Today's podcast is, is a strange week in the podcast. Oh, okay. So, we got lots of stuff going on. Number one, I just finished a... Uh, a job that's been going on for a month, so now I am drinking my fourth beer already. I was
1: wondering how many you've had so far.
2: I literally drove my car into the garage, got out, got, went to our fridge directly in our garage, got a beer, and opened it.
1: That makes so much more sense. You came upstairs to say goodnight to the kids, and you already had a beer in your hand. And I was like, how did this happen so fast?
2: I think they appreciated that. They're like, look, Dad, dad's got it going on. He He knows what's up.
1: They they are being schooled on responsible adult drinking. I just had a whole conversation with our almost five year old about this the other day.
2: Well, I seriously when when it was at I was at work and I was getting ready to leave. I was like, man, I wish I had like a North Carolina brew through where you like drive straight through like the little enclosed area. We've talked about this before. They have brew throughs. It's called brew through. You literally drive through this like enclosed like long garage like structure. And then you can buy beer from your car,
1: but like you can't drink it in the car. No,
2: but you don't even have to get out of the car to get the beer. You just drive. You buy through, like a
1: case, a case. Okay.
2: Uh, and they're just like load it up. You just give them the money.
1: Wow, it's almost like a CVS pharmacy, but a but like booze.
2: But I was like, what if they had that? But it was like a person just holding a bunch of margaritas, and you just like, just like you have your grabber arm like already out with your money. <laughs> You're like here. <laughs> Just put it in my hand, man.
1: Ideal. I like this system. As long as I don't, you know, kill anybody with my car. It sounds great.
2: Exactly. So we got that going on, so I'm celebrating that. We are about to go on a um a vacay. Half vacay. Half
1: vacay. To, I have to work for the first half. Two
2: warmer weathers. Yes. Um well
1: warmer, but it's gonna rain every day. We're going to Florida and I looked at the forecast. Literally raining all day every day. I know. Are you ready for this too? What? Rain. highs like 86. Low is like 75. And 95% humidity.
2: Dang. Yep. Somebody told me today that what we need to do is instead of buying ponchos at a high price, take garbage bags and cut holes in them. And we'll look like California raisins. And it'll be <laughs> much cheaper than... They're like, those ponchos are like 10 or 15 bucks. So are they? Just, I don't know. I'm not a poncho expert, but if it's raining every day all day, I assume I'm gonna need a poncho.
1: Not to say that we have a disposable income, because we, you know, we don't. We're we're firmly in the middle class. But I'm kind of like, we can't afford a ten dollar poncho. Like we have to wear garbage bags.
2: <laughs> well, I was thinking of like the smelly, like the good smelling garbage bags. So, oh god, only, you want to
1: smell like gain?
2: Not, not only will, will I be saved from the the elements, yes, I will smell. Um, or just, like
1: Febreze? Febreze. You're walking around, they're like, who smells like Febreze?
2: Who smells amazing? I'll turn around and be like,
1: me. Fabrice, so fresh.
2: Are you wearing a garbage bag? Damn right I am. Don't I smell good? Oh my God. You know how much money I saved? Here, I'll start counting out one, like bills.
1: Was this an ins- inspired <laughs> by one of the movies we watched?
2: You know what? It wasn't. Oh. But that's the other thing. So... <laughs> Not only am I celebrating, not only are we about to celebrate, but going on vacation. Number three, it's a big week in film. Wonder Woman just came out. Heard it's really good. And I'm really excited that we're not going to be able to see it, basically.
1: Can't we just, you know, find a copy?
2: No, I want to see it in the theater, Chrissy. <laughs> How dare you?
1: Hey. How last... dare
2: you? I'm not even going to edit that out. Well, shame.
1: Eh, you know, for shame. shame. The, the last time we went to I Florida. I with all
2: my girlfriends. I want to I go with all my girlfriends. No. You know she wants to go see that.
1: She does want to see it.
2: And I even asked her around. I'm like, how like was the age? And they're like, it's it gets pretty intense. So their suggestion was like 9 or 10. And I was like, well, that's not going to happen. I was no. like, maybe we can last till like 6 or 7. I mean, seven. but
1: we're we're pretty liberal parents when it comes to things like this. Because we know our kid. Like, we let her watch Wizard of Oz when she was 2. And
2: Chrissy let her watch speed when she was three. I
1: did. And she still talks about it sometimes.
2: Yeah. Like she, she's like, I'm never, I'm never going on a public bus. Daddy. No,
1: she wants to go on a public bus. She's <laughs> she told she me that say- she told me that the other day. She's like, we've never taken a bus ride, mommy. I really want to take a bus ride. And I was like, okay. And then she also separate conversation. semi recently asked me about the wheels on the bus, the song. And she was like, what does Keanu Reeves say on the bus again? And I go, he what says, does he say, Chrissy? stay above 50.
2: No, stay above fifty.
1: Stay above fifty. Keanu Reeves on the bus says, "Stay above 50, All through the kaboom.
2: Yeah, so you make it into like <laughs> sound like a fun game then. But if she gets in a true speed situation, which obviously she's trying to get into because she wants to be the hero or something, it's not cool, Chrissy. It's not I cool. It's a little too early. She's
1: a little scared of zombies too because of The Walking Dead. Also, my fault.
2: That just happened recently.
1: Yeah, Chrissy, what are you
2: doing? Stop. <laughs> Stop. You're
1: making it harder for us. I just don't have a good filter when it comes to her. I love her so much, and I treat her like she's my daughter, but also kind of my best friend, and I talk to her a lot.
2: It's terrible. And You make her watch inappropriate things. Don't
1: make her. She asks. And I always tell her, I think this is going to be a little much for you. And she's like, I can handle it, Mama. And I'm like, okay.
2: So anyway, everyone's (laughs) watching Wonder Woman. Everyone's celebrating Wonder Woman. Something that we wish we could do, but we haven't been able to. So I'm like, you know what would be great? Let's watch something totally different. Let's watch a double feature that's totally different from Wonder Woman.
1: <laughs> I'm shaking my head as you laugh into your microphone right now.
2: Oh my god. So Justin. Um <laughs> I don't want to say I'm embarrassed for myself. <laughs> but I made some poor decisions.
1: Sometimes.
2: Um sometimes. What? Sometimes.
1: You are a winters, but they can't all be winners. Some of your ideas are not winners. This was one of them or two of them, depending on how you count.
2: Anyway, we'll get to that. So (laughs) basically, interesting double feature. Um, Should be a shorter episode (laughs) than normal. Um, Let's get right to it. So uh, I'll just go ahead and choose the first movie and we'll eventually realize why. So, Chrissy, let's start with, um, from the good old year of 1986, a little movie called Howard the Duck. Yes. Across
0: the sea of stars lies another world, a world almost exactly like ours. This is where he lives. He's 27 years old, single, but searching. Favorite sports, windsurfing and Aikido. Favorite pastimes, cigars and sex. He has everything except fulfillment. And then one night, it happens. Hey, good buddy, are you home? He has a very sudden midlife crisis. He lands in Cleveland. You do know why you were sent to me. Listen to me, small visitor. I can explain how you got here.
1: Maybe you're here for some greater purpose,
0: some cosmic cause. Here, he's forced to reassess his career goals. You... Went to med school to explore new relationships <laughs> to redefine his self-image i'm sorry we don't allow pets on the premises to adjust to a changing lifestyle oh, until he discovers just who he really is oh, no. a duck in big trouble that's a duck man howard the duck trapped in a world he never made
2: what the hell so the i m d b log line says a sarcastic humanoid duck is pulled from his home world to Earth where he must stop an alien invader Chrissy? yep you've never you'd never seen Howard the duck before nope, never even heard of it before. No, like I when had not. I mentioned it, you were just like, "What? What are you? What talking about? What are you talking about? about?" That's probably what I. Did. That's probably what happened. I think I I I asked that question. You answered with that, and I'm like, "Bingo!" But that happens with a lot bingo, of things. Bingo. You're like,
1: "Have you seen F- a few good men?" And I'm like, "No." I mean, so I don't know why why this one out <laughs> over other movies that you know might be a little more acclaimed.
2: Well, let's get to let's get to the first. Remarks. What okay. are, what are your first impressions? What do you th- what did you think about Howard the Duck, Chris? So
1: I had a few first thoughts. My my first one primarily was like, how on earth did Leah Thompson and Tim Robbins get caught up in this hot mess? <laughs> like sometimes I get it. Uh, you find a movie that is totally Razzie worthy. It has one decent actor in it. We were like, okay, you know, so Tom Cruise made a bad choice. This was a bad choice for Tom. But they're both good actors, so it's kind of with this thing. And actually, to be fair, I felt the voice actor—I don't know his name—who played Howard was also not too bad. So I—I I was had this dichotomous feeling where I'm like, this movie is not a good movie, and yet it has these good people in it. So what? How, I don't know what sold them on this. Like, what did their agent tell them? <laughs>
2: He said, "Um, "Do you know who George Lucas
1: is? (laughs) Well,
2: he's the executive producer on this movie. So,
1: Jesus, was he really right? Lucasfilm. Oh my god, you didn't know
2: that? No, really, did you research?
1: No, not really. This is more of a visceral, raw reaction.
2: So, (laughs) so wait, so you were you didn't you wondered why these actors were in this movie? Yeah." But overall, the movie. I-
1: okay, so so well, you asked me my like reaction. That was my first one. Um, it was couldn't help it. Don't laugh at me. It was so confusing and so over the top, and yet, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm already, I'm already like, oh my god, what am I going to about say to say? It, say it. It wasn't terrible.
2: Yes, <laughs> the truth will set you free, Chrissy
1: it really wasn't it was watchable it's a bad movie but it's a good bad movie the type that you wouldn't mind if it came again on HBO you're like oh yeah this crazy hot mess <laughs> like let's watch that There are so many things that are inappropriate or like don't make any sense but it somehow works for itself
2: good bad movie I'm on on the same team as you Christy oh good good, good bad yeah um maybe even good terrible <laughs>
0: <laughs> can you know it be, it's, it's bad can, can
2: a movie be well it's bad but maybe it's like worse than bad it's terrible but it's also strangely enjoyable
1: yeah that's that's what it is it's strangely enjoyable even scenes that should make me terribly uncomfortable like when they're in every, bed. Every scene.
0: Yeah. <laughs> every
1: scene. Basically. But the one in particular, I'm thinking of the one where uh, Leah Thompson is like basically in bed with the duck before oh, well, they that's get. that's only
2: the best scene that we will get to. Oh,
1: okay. Well, anyway, just going to say, like even that one, I was like, I can't look away.
2: So let me put you in a, a DeLorean, okay. Chrissy. Oh, put, oh, oh, I'm putting you in. Do the
1: sound.
2: Ow. Oh, wait. Did you hit your head? Oh, yes. Chrissy.
1: Don't you know you're supposed to help people by pushing their head down into the vehicle like a cop?
2: I did not know that, but now I do.
1: Maybe you have never been arrested.
2: Just get in the DeLorean, Chrissy. God damn it. Boop,
1: boop, 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 boop,
2: boop, 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 Okay, I'm sending you back to 1986 to meet a young Justin Winters being taken as a six-year-old to see Howard the Duck in the movie theater.
1: Is this like that movie where that's Rachel McAdams and she's constantly meeting her husband like in the yes, woods naked? I'm, I'm naked
2: in a bush. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> no, I'm
2: just taking you on a journey. So I totally went to see this movie in the theater as a six-year-old. And the reasons probably why are, A, I was hugely a Thompson fan because of Back to the Future. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, she's in another movie. There's a duck in it. Gotta see this. So did you
1: convince your mom, like, it's a kid's movie, mom. Look, there's a live look action the, duck.
2: Look at the fucking poster. Here, the poster's on the Let left on it. a sheet of paper. Isn't that a movie that a six-year-old would want to see? I'm like, look, this duck is reading a magazine. Yeah, and
1: you know what? And it's not just the duck, it's the font. The font makes it look like the it's like a kid's movie. The duck is reading movie. a
2: magazine, and Leah Thompson is on this magazine. I want to see this movie. And George Lucas. Like, Yeah. Like, I, obviously, I don't remember the trailers, but I'm sure they're like, from George Lucas, also George Lucas. George Lucas was just involved in this, <laughs> you know? And he was just executive producer. He didn't even direct it. So right. that's probably why I was there. And so the fact that I saw this as a six-year-old, I'm like, holy crap. This is the weirdest, strangest movie for a six-year-old to see in movie.
1: So what you're saying is we should t- tell Brooklyn she can watch this next year. When she turned six in August 2018.
2: Yes. Howard the Duck and, and Wonder Woman. She'll she'll finally be old for both of <laughs> these movies.
1: That would be a great double feature for her.
2: So, um, this obviously this is based on a Marvel Comics character cr- created by uh, writer Steve Gerber, Howard the Duck. Um, du- the director is a guy who... I've seen his... So, he directed one movie other than this called best defense with Dudley Moore and Eddie Murphy which is terrible the director's name is Willard how do you how do you pronounce this h u y c k yuck
1: I would say uh yuck yuck
2: so Willard yuck yuck that's probably not how we pronounce it.
1: it's more like yuck but with like an H sound in front I think unless yuck. it's unless it's like hoo-wick.
2: anyway he directed that movie <laughs> with the two of them best defense which is horrible but he also co-wrote uh american graffiti and uh temple doom my favorite indiana jones and then this so i'm like what happened
1: so let me get this straight if we ever have a fantasy movie draft of like lucasfilm films this could be one of them
2: this could (laughs) what are you saying
1: i'm saying i think we need to have a fantasy draft of (laughs) lucasfilm movies
2: so you could pick this every round
1: i mean you're like
2: how you're like it comes to the first round can I just say Howard the Duck, one through five, <laughs> and you dropped your mic. Thanks. Well, last That's how much I love this movie. Well, last Signed, time Chrissy. I was
1: terrible, and I like basically cock-blocked you for all your Steven Spielberg
2: movies. <sighs> I wasn't even going to bring that up, Chrissy. Well,
1: you know, I was also brainwashed by Chris from More Gooder Than, so oh, there's that.
2: I love That is true. I, like, I love you, Chris, bastard. but
1: man, did I listen to you that night. So so I've now
2: never, I've never been more angry during a trip.
1: <laughs> You, never. I've never seen you so hot under the collar it was amazing well cause that was deliberate Chrissy yeah and it was twice I know the first mm. time I got away with it and then the second time was just like cold blooded but that means that we now are owed like a redo where I just take Howard the Duck like that's it and you can have all the good movies and I just take this one cause I'm taking it for the team
2: You know, you know what we're gonna have to do sometime soon what is a draft with only two players me versus you Chrissy oh it is on, In your face. Oh, all yeah. All over the place. This
1: is good. You know how I feel about competition. What if we did like
2: a Leo draft?
1: <laughs> can we do a Leo draft?
2: With two people? Of course we could. Oh, my God. Are we going to do a Leo draft? I'm going to take Titanic all five picks. You too, can do whatever you want. Too bad, so sad. I know all the Leo movies. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that director, obviously, whatever happened here. Uh he wrote it with his wife. Uh Weird Hyuk and Gloria Katz uh wrote this together. This movie is straight up bananas, Chrissy. So
1: you see what happens when a husband and wife get together and say, Let's do something creative. Sometimes it doesn't I, work out.
2: I have a thousand dollars that we could come up with something more bana- bananas than this. Like <laughs> straight up crazy sauce this entire movie. Yep. So tell me about Leah Thompson in this movie.
1: Okay. Explain her
2: hair first.
1: It looks like she plugged her finger into an electric socket.
2: I was very interested in her hair. You were. You you had
1: so many questions about her hair. It was almost creepy, but like, it's okay because it's you. It's so big. Well, (laughs) That's what she said.
2: And like I said, she's one of my childhood crushes. So any hair incarnation throughout her films, I'm like, so what did she do?
1: So there were a few, like Justin, the first time he said anything to me, he goes, hey, Chris. How does how does somebody get their hair like that? And he said it in like kind of a more serious tone like he wasn't making fun of her and I'm like, "Uh that's called crimping." And you were like, "Crimping?" But how? Yeah, but how? Like how do you do that? I'm like, "It's, it's like an iron, like a curling iron, it's it's called a crimping iron." And that was good for you for then.
2: I was like thinking back to my days of what was that reality show with uh Tabitha, the the Oh yeah. Was, you know, it was like Project Runway, but But it was yeah, haircuts. hair. God, Hair. I can't remember
1: it. Project Hair? No, um, I can't know.
2: Project Clean?
1: Gosh darn Some, it! I don't know. It I, I watched a lot of reality shows. You could, you day. did. You could tweet us, people, if you know the name of the show.
2: Anyway, good show. Yeah, but yeah, I was, I was like, man, how would she do that? And
1: an hour so, later, you were like, Chrissy, I have more questions. I'm like, more questions? And you're like, yeah, how does it? Like, how, it's really big. <laughs> like, how do, how does she get it so big? And I'm like fuck man I don't know volumizer she probably like hairsprayed it upside down and teased the shit out of it and like see I'm like asking
2: questions and Chrissy's over there like
1: bless your heart Justin because I want you to know sometimes I can feel the roofie coming on as I'm sitting on the couch and I I'm fighting inside you don't know this but I'm sitting there in my head screaming at myself like this no 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 like wake up and then I know you know, and you just start like asking me questions out of the blue. And you're starting and you're very nice about it. You really are. But you'll like elbow me or like you'll like, like gently nudge me and you'll be like, hey, watch this part. Or, like, ha ha ha, that was so funny. Like you laugh overly loud to try to re-engage me in what's happening.
0: Oh
2: I'm man on to you. It's a daily struggle, man.
1: I'm sorry. Dang. But do you have you noticed I stay awake for really good movies? <laughs> I do. I think that should be our litmus test. Forget the ABCDF rating we give. Did Chrissy stay awake? Good movie, not so good movie.
2: Wow. So you want to hear one of the possible problems with this movie? Yeah. So with George Lucas as the EP, the screenplay was originally intended to be an animated film based on the comic book, but the film adaptation became live action because of a contractual obligation.
1: Oh, Okay. So originally
2: this was meant as an animated film.
1: Then your mom would have really been like, sure, Jess, let's take you to the movies.
2: So let's, Do you're six. So let's go with the most obvious problem with this this film and that it's super disturbing in parts. Wouldn't it have been more disturbing as an animated film? No. No? I don't think so. Then it becomes like Cool World or something, or like Fritz the Cat in places.
1: I don't know what Fritz the Cat means.
2: Or Cool World, right? Nope. Good.
1: Smile and nod, <laughs> smile and nod. I, no, I don't think it's, it would have been quite as disturbing as an anime. a
2: PG film.
1: Right. Wow, is, it's a PG film? It's got
2: to be PG, right? No. No?
1: It has to be PG-13. Look
2: that shit up. Oh, who can Google it faster? Not me. You got it.
1: I'm going to find out as you consult your... So obviously, Howard the Duck,
2: humanoid duck, he, um at the beginning of this movie, it's kind of like a, a fake out. At the beginning of this movie, you think you're in this, uh, like, L.A. Confidential, like, listen to cool music. PG. Unreal. PG. Wow. One of the most disturbing PG movies I've seen in a while. Howard the Duck. The
1: funny thing is, I I have to quote real quickly from Common Sense Media, which is a website that, you know, talks about kind of the, the thematic elements of a movie and whether or not you should discern if your kid is able to watch it.
2: They're like, nope.
1: It says, screwed up, Howard the Duck is horrible with alcohol references, violent content, references to the exorcist, sexual content up the roof, and some brief, moderate cussing. Why wasn't this rated BG-13?
2: Whoa, 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 wait. Let's go back to sexual content up the roof? That's what it says. <laughs> is that uh, uh, like a phrase together? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I think they meant like, <laughs> like through the roof? Is this
2: like a Mormon website? <laughs> It's got sexual content Uh, up up, the roof. roof. (laughs) Seriously, it does. It's very disturbing in parts. So I love Leah Thompson, but there is a scene. Let's let's talk about it. Let's straight away talk about it. Sure. In this movie, where she basically comes on Leah Thompson, Uh human Leah Thompson, sexy (laughs) Leah Thompson, Justin as a kid. Crush wearing Leah a Thompson. tank top and panties. Oh, looking hot! Looking, she nice. had great
1: eighties legs.
2: In D- other parts,
1: right? But that was a very specific thing to the eighties, like legs, long. Yes, long, lean legs were were what was in. Like in the nineties, it became all about boobs, and then the aughts we had, you know, butt. But the eighties were legs, and so she had these long, lean, tan legs with the really high cut undies. Choice.
2: Agreed, Chrissy. <laughs> I agree with everything you just said. So, Leah Thompson straight up meets this human, humanoid duck. And like, what? They, they hung out one time. Mm-hmm. And then like, the second time she invites him to live with her. Just like stay over.
1: Yeah. They've, they've known each other for like a minute. And Is that too seen? I mean, apparently not. No. If you're a duck. Maybe she thought he was safe. Like, you know, oh, I mean, he's a duck. What could possibly happen? We,
2: I mean, we even talked about him. Like, he does, I mean, he's got more of a Donald Duckish, like, safe ish look about him. Right. Rather than, I've seen some of the comics, and he's in Guardians of the Galaxy, which you never saw. Uh, and he looks more like weathered, like, wait, hey.
1: Howard the Duck is in Guardians of the Galaxy?
2: For like a second. Yeah. What? Doesn't that make you want to see it now? Yes.
1: Yes. Great success. Let's do that for a podcast. I'll stay awake.
2: Well, now that there's a second one out, we can just watch both. Cool. Anyway, I, I think they kind of like made him friendlier and stuff. And I think that just that on his face made him creepier. <laughs> what do you think of his look?
1: I was I was really distracted, to be honest with you, by the That's sexiness. No, by by just like the wondering how they even made this. I was like, so is there a little person in the costume? Like
2: you did is ask it, that. Yeah. Speaking of asking questions, like is there a little person in there? <laughs>
1: and then you were like, I think there has to be. And but then you know, there were certain just like facial things where I'm like, is it a muppet? Like I couldn't. I was so caught up in trying to figure out that element that I didn't pay too much attention to how it made me feel.
2: So it was basically multiple little people. What? Like no one little like person. Like stacked
1: on top of each other?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Little>. <laughs> That's like little, little people. They're stacked on top of each other.
1: Well, I mean, little people are children once upon a time. So maybe it was <laughs> like little people children.
2: <laughs> Just imagine it they're like let's not get, let's not get like a a regular size little person let's get like smaller little people and like put 3 of them in this suit so they're like bouncing like balancing and like trying to make this work like not only is does that make no sense um from a logistical standpoint from a financial standpoint they're having to like pay 3 smaller little people rather than one normal-sized little person.
1: Maybe they're half price.
2: Or a third of the price if there's three of them in there. <laughs> no. Um probably bananas
1: enough that it could, ha- it could happen.
2: Apparently, like, several people played it. So, like, there was a portion where, like, a, an actual kid was in the suit. See? But then, it like, if you read online, it seems like he, like, almost quit or something. I'm sure his mom, His like, mom stepped finally, in. Finally, finally, <laughs> saw the script and was like, what the fuck is this it's like, like Jimmy like he's out, like we're pulling him, maybe pulling it came to, maybe it came to the scene we were talking about, basically, maybe, um, but yeah, he's like not he's I don't know it's it's very uncanny, you know what the problem is <laughs> what is his eye like the portions around his actual eyeball are like flesh color yes that was not, so weird that's what i think that's a big part of what makes it so weird
1: i'm glad you brought that up because I, I i did think about that and i'm like so i don't understand it almost looks like I, I i i don't know why my mind went here but i was like it just reminds me of like a scrotum somehow
2: he does he has scrotum eyes <laughs> he should have like white feathery eyes like all the yeah, way to his eyeballs like
1: normal not, ducks
2: not scr- I like. I like.
1: Like he shaved it or something. Like, look at me. I'm just gonna shave just this part.
2: He really wants people to notice his eyes more, so he's like, he went to the duck plastic surgery. Like, give me scrotal lids.
1: He went to school for plastic surgery, and so he decided. This duck
2: did a whole fucking lot of shit. Like, like I was like, <laughs> I feel bad about myself. Like he, you know, he was like a rock star. Justin. He went to medical school. Yep. You know, he knows, like, duck foo. I was like, what have I done with my life? Not enough. Not enough is the answer. Have you
1: ever been in a bed with Leah Thompson?
2: Oh, jeez. So so she's looking hot. She's looking like, you know, she's at her 80s peak, finest. Her peak. um, The height of her powers, as I like to say. And she basically comes on to this, like, scrotal eyelid duck. Humanoid <laughs> creature thing. Like really fast, like on the, yeah. basically like the second day.
1: Uncomfortably so.
2: And the scene, like just the idea of the scene is weird enough, but it, it seems like it goes on for 10 minutes.
1: It was long. I was surprised by how long it was. Like, especially because it wasn't even like, let's take out bestiality out of the, out of the question for a minute and pretend that we can suspend that and go, all right, whatever.
2: Is it bestiality or is it zoo, uh? Zophilia, which one? Uh, What's the I don't difference? really know the
1: difference. To be honest with you,
2: I think it was both of them.
1: Okay, somebody educate us on this. I think there's a
2: difference. Like, don't send
1: they... us links. Just tell us the difference.
2: I think there's a difference. Like if it's just like you, like with an animal, and they are not uh, willing down for it, A willing participant, down for it.
1: But they can't be a willing participant. I mean, they're sentient, but they.
2: I it, understand, but I'm talking about they can't consent that and like humanoid duck that like is cool with it like was just
1: no but both words exist in the lexicon and we don't have any i don't know about
2: this stuff guys
1: (laughs) so just wanted to put that out there that doesn't exist but um where's my
2: encyclopedia britannica
1: right but like that's me but like let's take that and put it aside for just a second yeah he's basically rebuffing her the entire time and she's continuing to come on to him where like if it were to like continue, it's borderline rape at this
2: point. Well, because it's weird because it, it starts where like he's just like making a joke and then she call it seems like she calls his bluff and is like, yeah. yeah, right. And then she like starts stroking his chest and like his boner bird thing comes out in his hair. Oh, his hair. Yeah. Duck boners mm-hmm. in his hair. Hashtag duck boners. Oh, boy. Um. So, yeah, it's just like. You're like, okay, how how really weird this is this going to get?
1: I mean... I had not seen
2: this movie in a long time and I, I didn't remember. I was like, does she
1: fuck this dog? Well, you know what's really funny? Because I, and I'm and i a card-carrying feminist.
2: I looked over at you and you were like ashen face.
1: I didn't know what to think. I was like, uh... But, you were awake during
2: that portion. Oh, totally
1: was. But it, it makes me think of like any other form of media that we've ever seen where the guy and the girl are flirting and she flirts back, but then he continues to come on to her and she's like, no thanks, no thanks. And then you know, eventually, like, he just gets what he wants. It was like that in reverse and with a duck. And I couldn't tell. Like, I wanted to give the movie grace, Justin. I was like, maybe this is a social commentary on how, like, so, uh, you know, men push women into it. But now we've made it a duck and a woman so it's more accessible <laughs> somehow. And this is a feminist message that we should learn from.
2: This is the worst the worst feminist message I've ever seen. <laughs> what if they went to, like, the, the direct... What if they went to Willard Huc? They're like, dude, what? What was this? Or are like, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that you wait this long to get the major intent behind this, but it was a feminist message
1: to show like this is what all... happens when you unfairly come on to somebody and then you're rebuffed, <laughs> but then it's borderline rape and you just do this anyway. You shouldn't do that. Look how uncomfortable the duck is. That's how women feel.
2: It makes perfect sense. I mean, maybe it does. I'm down for it. So basically, so it goes on way too long, and then they don't do it, and then she they're interrupted, like, and then she kisses the duck, and then they're interrupted by some dudes who are just like, "What is going on here?"
1: Yeah, basically they were, they were us at this point, so
2: that's one weird scene, and then there's like twenty more basically <laughs> <laughs> did you know that the the guy who voiced the duck, uh chip Zian, was uh he played the baker in the original Broadway production of Into the Woods. What? So you can literally. This is what I mean. Good you people. Can, you can literally go to YouTube and punch that up and hear him singing. You're like, man, how are the ducks got pipes? I would like to do that. Should we?
1: No. Oh boy. <laughs> Maybe.
2: What else did you like about this movie, or not like about, or
1: find interesting?
2: Did you? Were you weirded out? So. Every time I see a movie and I see Jeffrey Jones in it now, I'm really weirded out.
1: Remind me who he was again?
2: He he played the uh the principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: Oh, yeah. He was in
2: Beetlejuice. I know
1: exactly who you're talking about.
2: Um, he played Dr. Walter Jennings in this movie. Yep. I is- also
1: feel weirded out whenever I watch him. I think cuz I thought he was so great in Ferris, and if I obviously didn't know more about him, I would even say that in his limited role in this, he was decent for being a horrible movie. Yeah. But but I feel the same way. I get heebie-jeebies when I see him now. I'm like, mm, no bueno.
2: So I just remember I was like, oh, didn't he get like arrested for some kind of child yeah. thing or something? Yeah. I had to look it up. Chris, you want to hear? Yeah. So in 2002, Jeffrey Jones was arrested for possession of child pornography and accused of soliciting a 14-year-old boy to pose for nude photographs. He pleaded no contest to a felony charge. His attorney emphasized that there there was no allegation of improper physical contact. His punishment was five years probation, counseling, and the requirement to register as a sex offender. And so that was 2002. And then 2010, he was arrested twice for failing to update his sex offender status, both in Florida and in California.
1: He looks like a sex offender like whoa he does he's got like the stash he's got like kind of the creepy eyes going on and the hair like if you didn't know he was an actor like you just saw a picture of him i'd be like pick the sexual offender out of the lineup maybe him like he he does fit kind of that let look and bill in my mind what
2: if that was like your job like every day was the person (laughs) had to pick people out of the lineup and it was all sex offenders Mm -mm, you'd be really good at it apparently well, you know. No, it's really weird. And well, this- like,
1: put him next to Puck from Glee. They're both sex offenders, right?
2: <sighs> what a weird story that was. Oh,
1: God, I know. But, like, if I if if I was told, like, pick the sex offender, I wouldn't point to Puck and be like, I can't remember his name now, but I wouldn't point to him and be like, that's the sex offender. Like, I would immediately point to the mustached Jeffrey Jones and be like, definitely him.
2: Imagine being on your resume, um, Howard the Duck in 1986 Two thousand two arrested for possession of child porn. Wow! You think he had a lot of uh, film jobs after that? No. Answer is no, Chrissy. Actually, I I delve deeper.
1: Oh boy, this is me
2: delving deeper. I
1: see you look like you're swimming.
2: He was in a movie like in the within the last five years called I think it's ten earthquake.
1: I I saw that movie because I'm obsessed with earthquakes.
2: He was in that movie. He
1: was, yeah.
2: Was it based here in L.A.? It's like one of the. It's it was like a
1: made-for-TV movie. The cheap.
2: Like, it looked like it cost about the you know definitely less than Howard the Duck costs at. Uh, it was. It was
1: like the cost of a few postage stamps. Anyway, he's in class. that movie, They're and expensive. he looks
2: like two of him. Like he
1: gained a lot of weight.
2: Gained a lot of weight. You know what? But I think that's like his only like, I don't even say major film, but since you know let's pretend that you
1: commit a heinous crime definitely not anything like that but like let's say you rob a store whatever
2: Ooh,
1: yes. you know h- horrible crime yes. but rob so store. you get convicted you get p- probation you're ruined you know as far as your career is concerned but you were talented maybe it is smart to change your look completely to make yourself <laughs> unrecognizable
2: so you're like like eat a bunch of donuts and stuff and that's be what i'm like saying su- this fat. might have
1: been on purpose because he's like i don't want to look like that person anymore and be associated you know with that past so maybe i can kind of disappear
2: into myself when you do some like major plastic reconstruction surgery
1: yeah but you get in the tabloids for that sort of shit he could
2: be like the swan he could like go on the swan
1: oh man that was an old show that he used to watch too
2: (laughs) he could come out just like totally looking different with like you know
1: yeah i mean he could
2: (laughs) then he can be in like all the movies he wants. But that's but that's how you get and, in the tabloids. Be, be They're beautiful. like,
1: look who just underwent massive construction on their face and then, you know. Have
2: you have you heard about Jeffrey Jones? He's beautiful now. He's
1: a beautiful child pornographer. Oh god, don't ever say those words <laughs> together again.
2: I can't. What if there was a TV show that uh, No, no, <laughs> that stop, gave, stop. He gave child pornographer. No. Like, uh-uh. Huge. Plastic surgery, like. Wait
1: while you were ahead, Justin.
2: Swan makeovers. Remember how earlier
1: we were talking about how not all the ideas could be winners?
2: <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to like. produce pitch it? it? Or produce it. Well. Just saying. I mean, I don't feel bad for the guy. It's just weird that he's in, you know. I was trying to think. Of, he's in Beetlejuice. He's in two of my favorite movies, Ferris Bueller and Beetlejuice, in prominent roles. And now he is you know, 400 pounds, a 400 pound I, I don't know. child pornography. Maybe
1: affair. we need to rethink our the art that we utilize in our household because like, you're like, yeah, Ferris Bueller, let's watch this movie Howard the Duck. By the way, our two-year-old is super into Michael Jackson. Like maybe we should rethink the the artists we allow in the home.
2: I didn't show them this movie.
1: True. But I said in the home. Maybe so, we need to look at our own moral compass.
2: <laughs> so you're saying like, why did you make me watch this movie?
1: I'm saying... Um, and this I'm
2: glad a- I watched this movie. No, not like about I said, this movie. I haven't <laughs> seen this movie since I was a kid. It is terrible. Right. But it is oddly enjoyable. Agreed. In a like, how did this happen type way. And it has Leah Thompson at the height of her powers, looking hot, almost fucking a duck humanoid creature. and the Hair that looks like it was through her an And socket. she plays in a band where she actually sings songs.
1: And it's like in a cage.
2: Super... Dude, I tell Chrissy you don't understand this because you don't go to like these really super cool roadhouse type bars, but if there is danger nearby, they just put up a fence in front of the band like this. They put up a fence, and then if you try to throw a beer bottle at them, it just, the fence blocked. Like,
1: I just it. don't understand why anybody would ever sign up to perform in something like that. Because it's
2: badass. That's what Johnny Cash would do. He would play at the fence bars. All right. Look it up. Okay, but you have to admit she did look super hot.
1: Yes, we've established and, that. And
2: her and her her band, the Cherry Bombs, kind of sweet, kind of hot, great songs. Like you, sure. like don't you want the soundtrack right now? No,
1: but you did say that at one point. You were like, "Man, I want to get this soundtrack," and I was like, "What is with Justin? especially their
2: final song where Howard the Duck actually joins them to sing the Howard the Duck song?" Yeah, do you I- know? I I remember hearing it. Do you want to sing a few bars? I don't know how to sing. Don't you remember it? No, but I remember hearing it. Sing along, Chrissy. It's an actual song. You should look it up. You want to guess what this got on Rotten Tomatoes?
1: Uh, I I don't mean to say I cheated, but I already
2: know. 15%. Yeah. 4.6 on IMDb. The weirdest thing is this: the budget for this movie was supposedly $37 million. Jesus. Which was more than George Lucas's previous film, Return of the Jedi, the one they produced, at 32.5. Shut
1: up. He spent more money on this than Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Do you know how many Ewoks were in that movie? How many little people that were stacked on top of each other that, that he happen? had to pay?
2: How did that happen? How did that happen? I don't it know. It grows 16.2. 16.2, like
1: $16.20?
2: 16.2 million.
1: Oh, man.
2: So, huge dud at the that box office. That is something. Um, so, yeah, we talked about Leah Thompson, Jeffrey Jones. Very weird Uh, that he's in this. There's just one scene. This, this, here's the huge problem about this movie. The duck and his, and his scrotum eyelids. <laughs> One. Um, number two, the script for this movie is pretty horrible. Yes. And there's not really any story to it other than this duck winds wants, up on Cleveland. And he wants all to places, get back to his planet. And he gets back to his planet. Yeah. That's it. And then it's just like a bunch of like really long sequences. Like if you watch it, like there's a sequence where they're at this restaurant and it seems like they're for 20 Twenty minutes of the movie. There's a scene where they're in he, the duck and Tim Robbins are in an air like a one of those small like double person airplanes, and it seems like it lasts for fifteen minutes. Yeah, we're just like, is like, is it gonna stop? Like, <laughs> nope, it just
1: keeps going.
0: So it's I think that's the problem.
2: The, just the bad script when when they're not you know these long drawn out boring sequences is just like.
1: Bad. speaking of long and boring i think we have talked about howard the duck more than anybody in the history <laughs> of cinematic rambling has
2: tim robbins with this oh movie. boy
1: it's not over yet
2: <laughs> he's like really weird and super nerdy like super yeah. young tim robbins um one of the guys who was in the suit ed gale this was his first role It's 27 27 first role he also played was Chucky and Child's Play 1 and 2.
1: That's the uh, that's a claim to fame. Right? Yeah.
2: This movie even Why won-
1: didn't we invite him on the podcast? Oh, we missed up. We missed the
2: boat. This movie won tons of Razzies, guys.
1: Oh, not surprised. Worst
2: picture, worst spring screenplay, worst new star, worst visual effects. And then it also won worst movie of the 80s, the whole decade.
1: Wow. That's an auspicious title. There were a lot of bad movies in the 80s.
2: And we even talk about, so we talked about almost like zoophilia, bestiality something like that, yeah. There's also duck boobs. I want to check
1: those the out. The duck boobs. Check I've out, seen check, the duck boobs. Check out the picture. I've seen
2: it. So it's not just like duck, like just like a duck breast where it's just like, up, oh, like a slope down. It's actually like
1: No, it looks like implants. my boobs. But like,
2: are but- you saying your boobs look like duck
1: boobs? I mean, according to this picture, I think so. What?
2: describe describe oh, what you're oh, looking at oh cause... no
1: internet you don't want to look at this but okay so it's this picture of this this is in the first 5 minutes of yeah, the movie yeah yeah it's like early on this duck and she's taking a bubble bath she has a towel on her head she has a martini glass in her hand which is how I take every bath ever this,
2: this duck knows how to take a great bath
1: oh totes and she's relaxing i can't tell what's in her other hand if it's like a washcloth or what but her back is kind of leaning against the wall and she's got one like beautiful kind of roundish teardrop booby just hanging out. And then the other side looks like it is... Those
2: are implants, right?
1: Well, you know what's funny? It, yes and no. Like, yes, I think they are, but made to look natural because one of them kind of just sinks into her chest wall. The other one kind of protrudes more.
2: So they're different sizes? I don't understand.
1: Well, naturally, as a woman, when you lean back, your breast tissue kind of oh, goes back. Oh, she's leaning back. Yeah. So that's what I was trying to say. Like one, she you can see what it. What is
2: she leaning back in the bath for?
1: Well, she's relaxing. Oh,
2: she she, she is. Oh, she's relaxing.
1: See? Look
2: at that martini glass.
1: How did you not see all those things? Were you just looking at her nips?
2: What, uh, Chrissy, yes, I'm looking at her <laughs> duck boobs. I haven't seen duck boob implants like this before. I can't believe this is in the first five minutes of the movie. I mean, as a
1: six-year-old, did you really like notice that?
2: I don't think I did. Yeah. No. I was like blinded by Leah Thompson to even <laughs> She had, But Leah
1: hadn't come in at that point.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I guess I did. I'm sure did I did. did you miss that? I'm sure I did. I mean, I'm more weirded out now by it.
1: Have you seen this movie between the time you were six and now?
2: I think maybe if I did, it was once, and it was probably like in the late 80s. So or then something. that
1: explains it a little more. Cause I remember when that scene came on, you like lost it for a minute. You were like, <laughs> what? Oh my God. And I was like, is he doing this for my benefit? Like, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, because you've probably fallen asleep, dummy. <laughs> You're like, I'm like, it's only four minutes in, and Chrissy's already over there snoring. Like, wake snore. up. Come like, on, don't Aurora.
1: Snore. Man, Aurora had it good.
2: <laughs> Chrissy. I know that she's your favorite princess, but she's also the laziest princess.
1: She's beautiful and kind (laughs) to animals.
2: Oh, so we had almost bestiality, duck Mm -hmm. boobs. There's a scene in the movie where Jeffrey Jones like turns into an alien and he has this like penis like a like thing come out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. Into what's the where you charge your uh, no, no, the cigarette lighter. Oh, yeah, 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 That's how he got his energy.
1: That was really creepy, by the way.
2: You ever done that before?
1: Oh, totally. I do it all the time. You do? No. (laughs) Of course not.
2: (laughs) And so all that going on, plus this movie ends up where it kind of sets up a sequel that never happened. Do you wonder why? What a fun, fun time. What a fun time, Chris.
1: So, Justin, are you going to give it a rating?
2: Uh, Howard the Duck? Yeah she's D plus.
1: I'm going to go with a straight up D. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It's definitely not an F. Like there's stuff.
1: It doesn't fail. That's what I mean. Like there's enjoyable parts.
2: Yeah. I don't and it's think, just so crazy. Sauce. I don't think at any point during the movie where I was like, Ugh, I'm just going to give up on Howard the Duck. Right. That's which true. Which we'll get to <laughs> with our other movie. <laughs> we we're going to say, um, I got a couple of uh, just quick IMDb trivia. Really quick. Ready? Yeah. Um hit me
1: with your best shot.
2: On the DVD commentary for the film, one of the commentators claims that George Lucas reassured him that the project would, in twenty years, be seen as a masterpiece.
1: Is this like when George W. Bush goes on TV and says, History will right the wrongs? <laughs> History
2: will prove. The film is still considered one of the worst ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Due to the movie's disastrous box office performance. Uh, stateside, the film's title was changed from Howard the Duck to Howard, colon, A New Breed of Hero for the movie's release in various non-U.S. foreign territories. Uh, Don't you want to see Howard, A New Breed of Hero, more than Howard the Duck?
1: No, actually. I would prefer to see Howard the Duck. That tells me what it is, and it sounds kind of crazy and bonkers, and I would want to see it for those reasons.
2: Right? That's crazy. So, other people considered for the um, the role of Beverly played by Leah Thompson. Ready for oh, it? yeah. Phoebe Cates. Okay. Paula Abdul. <laughs> Kim, Kim, you Basinger? know what? Paula Abdul would be great for this. That would have been Do you know, you, you know amazing.
1: why? Because she's crazy.
2: She's crazy, number one. So, she probably thought the duck was real. <laughs> number two, she was in that opposite's Track video with whatever that <laughs> the guy. The animated. Whatever um, the MC yeah. guy, cat thing. Um, Jody Benson of
1: Jody Benson, Little Mermaid. Little Jody mermaid Benson. Thing? Oh no! What if it was
2: Jody Benson, and then the voice of the duck was the guy from, uh, the what did I say? Into we, the woods. Oh, into the woods. Chip yeah. Zian.
1: Well, I mean. Jodie Benson is an incredibly talented, maybe because singer she had to sing like and the, voice actress. But the, she's also a very conservative person. And I don't necessarily mean politically, but like she herself oh, she is probably very conservative. She's like, oh, yeah. there's
2: almost duck fucking in there. Oh, duck yeah, probes.
1: no, no, she's like very Christian. Like this I can't even imagine Little her Romaine doing Romaine it. Too. Oh God,
2: was no. it Little Mermaid? Eighty seven, I thought for Little Mermaid. This is, is eighty six, six,
1: yeah. No, Probably what they she did. dodged a bullet.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. Thank Sarah you, Jesus. Jessica Parker.
1: What? Actually, that would have been fun.
2: Jay Leno was up for the role that Tim Robbins played.
1: I could see that.
2: Wow. And also, Chrissy, I need to give you props. Chrissy saw this um, in the 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 restaurant scene, which is a fifties diner that was having sushi or something. Maybe? Yeah. Um, the cook is seen wearing an Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom shirt. Ta-da. Which Chrisy saw. So, anyway, what what'd you say your final grade was?
1: D. Straight up.
2: D. That's respectable. Like Thanks. I said, luckily these 80s movies I had no allegiance to.
1: <laughs> I was afraid you did. And to be honest with you, I we've we've now watched, you know, a, a litany of of 80s movies and I feel like so often I just like this curmudgeon of the podcast who's like, I know everyone loves this movie, but oh, it was hard to sit through and it doesn't hold up after 30 years. And I have no nostalgia for that decade, blah, 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 blah. And so when you told me we we're going to do these movies, I psyched myself up for them. I was like, don't be that girl. Like, give it a chance, Chrissy. You don't have to be into the decade to like find it enjoyable. Just try it. And I was fine with, with Howard the Duck within reason. But Justin, I really tried on the second movie.
2: Like, I well, really tried. We're not even get to the second movie yet. You know, you know why? Why? It's time for a little, fun little segment we like to call The Mystery Snack Challenge.
0: Where's my snack pack? You've got a banana. You don't need no snack pack. You know I like snack pack. Why can't you just give me a snack pack?
2: I thought I was your snack pack.
0: What are you talking about? Nothing.
2: So, Chris, Mystery Snack Challenge. Chris, This week, this edition is a fast food edition. I know you love fast food. Calm down. Don't get too excited. Oh, boy. So, this one actually came up. This is a a fast food uh, exclusive specialty item that I think came up last year. And I remember I thought you tried it, but I think it was just me and Brooklyn that tried it. Oh, no. Are you ready for it? Is it something from Taco Bell? No, it's not something from Taco Bell. It's something from Burger King. It is their Mac and Cheetos. Drink it in. So we got the box. It comes in this box, this cool little box type thing. Chrissy, come on. Come on. Uh, Mac and Cheetos. So Burger King has this thing. I think it started last year. Where it's like, they look like huge. Cheese puffs. Cheeto cheese puffs. But then they have like mac and cheese inside.
1: This sounds terrible and I can't believe you bought this for our four-year-old.
2: Well, I didn't give her like a whole box. I just had her taste test it with me. Don't look at me like that.
1: Wow. And you think I'm a bad parent for speed. Oh, it's hot. Should it burn my fingers this way?
2: <laughs> you ready? Let's do the taste test. You ready? Mm.
1: This might be one of the worst things I've ever put in my mouth. And that says a lot.
2: Negatory, Chrissy. I think it's pretty good.
1: That's not true. The first time you had it, because I do remember you getting this with Brooklyn, and I was out of town, and when I came back, you were like, we tried this, and it was pretty terrible.
2: Well, number one, I think I got the the proper Whoa. amount of warmth involved. Number two, I've had five beers. Oh my god! So that is
1: drunk food. If ever drunk food was created, that is it. it.
2: Explain what what you're feeling inside your your mouthful region.
1: Uh, hot, chewy, should be crunchy, but like feels like it 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 like sat in oil too long to be crunchy.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Oh my god! Mm. You're just shoveling them in your mouth. I couldn't even eat one. Wow,
2: guys, I'm not telling you it's um, great. Um, I'm not telling you it's terrible. It's it's pretty good.
1: I'm pretty horrified right now. Why? Not gonna lie,
2: because I'm eating mac and Cheetos. No, no,
1: it's it's this is just beyond the pale. Like it's really bad. It's super bad. It tastes horrible, and it's probably going to give you a heart attack right now. Like,
2: what if I what if I heard right now? Oh God, what that's if this the was end. It.
1: That's the end. Like, I kind of want to. There
2: lies Justin. I feel like I want to take his you, last mac and Cheetos.
1: I want to take you to Morgan Spurlock's doctor when he made that movie and be like, "So, will you do an exam on my husband?" It because
2: ate for a month straight, if I ate these for a month straight, I probably would, you know, have a heart attack.
1: It is. It is bad. Like, you think mac and cheese is bad for you? Go ahead and deep fry it and then be like, there you go. You're so... What? Why? Why can't I have this just one thing? You you can have what you want as long as you don't die.
2: You're acting like I eat mac and Cheetos every single day.
1: No, I'm not acting like that, but it it is... Instead
2: of... I'm vegetarian all the time, and I just had two mac and Cheetos. Oh, my God, and you're Justin. like, you're going to die. <laughs> you're going to have a heart attack. Well, it might sound like i How I'm, dare you? It
1: might sound like I'm being dramatic, but you asked my opinion on it, and that's my opinion. And also, like I said, it's just perfect drunk food. I'm eating like, a
2: third one right now.
1: You are. Well, you had five beers, so that explains it. I mean... I was pretty wasted the other night, and maybe if you would have tossed me these at 3 a.m. on Saturday, so, I'd be like, okay. B-
2: by the way, b- we, I'm sorry you buried the lead, but we're sorry that this is coming out a day later than normal, the main reason of which, Chrissy over here had a really good night, a really good night, <laughs> and didn't get home till like 4 o'clock in the morning, jumped a fence. They did. Chrissy, I don't even
1: know you anymore. I know. I, I think I forgot my real age and I was like, you know
2: what? And here you are shaming 21 me. 21 again. Shaming me for Mac and Cheetos and you're jumping a fence after drinking.
1: Yeah, but I didn't have Mac and Cheetos in the process. Like I didn't jump the fence and then be like, no, hand me my Mac and Cheetos.
2: You know what? If you would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I've been like, that's great. Here. Here they are.
1: This is the type of food that caused Britney Spears to hit people with an umbrella. What?
2: How dare you? I don't like, I don't. Sign off on that. Sorry, Brittany, that's not cool. <laughs> I don't think it was Mac and Cheetos that made her do that.
1: You don't think?
2: No, I think it was Trucks. Oh, okay. So, what would be your final grade for Mac and Cheetos, Chris?
1: F. F. Hated it.
2: You're what?
1: Terrible. You're,
2: you're such like you're an extreme like exaggerator.
1: It's really bad. Yeah. Also, guys of the internet who are listening to this, I'm just
2: gonna eat this whole box. You can just go right ahead. i you.
1: you do that,
2: it's Justin. Snack.
1: Justin microwaved this, guys. So that adds that ups the ante on how terrible it is. Maybe if we had just gone to the drive-through and like I had one fresh, I'd be like, I don't love it. It's probably terrible for you, but it's fine. No, 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 no. This has been like I assume in the refrigerator and then nuked. So now, na- so and then I'm
2: eating and enjoying it. So you
1: had. Mac and cheese that you deep fried, chilled, and then nuked on high for a minute. Just imagine how good that is, people of the internet. It's really good.
2: I give it a C plus.
1: And what do you give fudge again? For comparison purposes?
2: F for fudge.
1: Swear to fucking God, Justin, I can't. I can't even with you. Cannot even.
2: The way you talk about it is like it's like a recipe passed down by many generations <laughs> that I unjustly malign. But I
1: think it could be. Like, we could teach Brooklyn, and then she'll pass it down to her children, or Camden, for that matter.
2: How dare you? Why not? I would rather pass down these mac and Cheetos than Well, you
1: would be misinformed, and our children would weigh 400 pounds.
2: Garbage, Chrissy. Garbage. That's fine. Um. So speaking of garbage... Let's talk about our, our our second movie for just a little bit. Great segue. It is from 1987. It's called The Garbage Pail Kids movie.
0: Once upon a time, or was it more recently, there was a young boy named Dodger. He was the sort of child who was always left out of things. Each day after school, Dodger works in a junk shop owned by the mysterious Captain Mancini, which is broth and vampires brew. Make these clothes as good as new. Dodger has never had a family or a friend he could call his own. Until now. What's that? They came out to help us. We'll meet the Garbage Pail Kid. Starring Nat Nerve. Windy Winston. Messy Tessie
1: Give him a chance, Tangerine. You'll
0: like him. Gator. Wow. Valerie vomit. Lisa Gregg ah, I'm gonna get fired for this. Foul food. Nice to to us. The Garbage Pail Kids movie. They may not be pretty, but boy... They make great friends, starring Anthony Newland and Mackenzie Aston. The Garbage Pail Kids movie.
2: So, logline for this movie is, Dodger must confront the struggles of life as he is visited by the Garbage Pail Kids and intimidated by some older bullies. Chrissy? Yeah. Garbage Pail Kids movie. What did you think? Oh, wait. Before you do that, let me get a snack to eat while I listen. Sure.
1: Whoa. Oh, God, I'm going to vomit looking at that one. one. I don't know, but it looks deformed and it's dripping something. I don't know what's happening oh, there, but it watch, looks oh, disgusting. Watch,
2: watch this. Oh, oh.
1: oh, my God. I can't. It's in the shape of Florida. <laughs> doesn't even make sense. So I don't know. Go on. I don't know which which thing I'm more disappointed in. These Mac and Cheetos or the Garbage Pail Kids. But they're up there. They're like vying for top spot of my disaffection. Uh, I mean, there's, there's really not a whole lot of redeeming qualities. And I really tried. I was like, maybe we can get in the camp factor. Like, maybe we could enjoy the fact that it's like ridiculous and stupid. But it wasn't just like ridiculous and stupid. It was nonsensical and... I don't know. Like, I couldn't root for anybody. Like, at the, I, I, at every turn, I was like, okay, so it doesn't make sense. Like, but maybe I could root for somebody. I think the only guy I was rooting or person I was rooting for was the what's his face, the, the mentory sort of guy. What's his name? Help me out.
2: How how much of the Garbage Pail Kids movies did you watch, Chris? Not all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna jump to your rescue. Ready? Yeah. Here I go. Woo! Straight up. This is the worst movie we've ever seen for this podcast. Oh, thank God. The worst movie we've ever seen for this podcast. I feel so much better. Guys, PSA, as I finish eating my last Mac and Cheeto. If you're thinking like, hey man, I I grew up in the eighties and I love those Garbage Pelt Kids cards. Those are cool. Maybe I'll like the Garbage Pell Kids movie. We're here to say (laughs) No Unequivocally No. (laughs) No, you won't. Like, I don't think I've ever, we've ever watched a movie for this podcast where I'm like, I don't really think I need to see this whole movie.
1: I felt so much better when I came downstairs after putting the kids to bed tonight. And you had it on. And sometimes you, you do, you like preset things for us. And when you did that, I was like, oh shit, get your shit together. Like, you got to go down. You got to watch this thing. And like, I noticed that you weren't bugging me to like come down quickly as I was getting ready. And when I came down, it was over. And I'm like... Oh, so I missed, like, the last little bit? And you were like, yeah.
2: I was like, I just gave up on you.
1: (laughs) And this movie.
2: Well, at at some point, you know, when it went into multi-nights of watching Garbage Pilt Kids movie, I was like, okay, I'm just going to stick it out. I'm going to stick it out for our podcast as a representative to watch this movie. Because I was like, can it get worse? Like, is it going to get better? Nope, it was terrible, like, through the whole the whole thing.
1: So how did it end, Justin?
2: So let me explain Garbage Pail Kids movie in, like, the Cliff Notes version. Yeah. So everybody knows the cards. That's yes. cool, right?
1: I had a lunchbox, I think, at one point. You had the lunchbox? Pretty I sure I did. did too. Yeah. I did, too. I
2: had the cards. I definitely had... I may have had the lunchbox. Oh, you know what?
1: No, I had Popples.
2: <laughs> Which is totally different. <laughs> yeah. Totally different. So uh, the Garbage Poe Kids movie. So... In this movie, there are um, several different Garbage Pelt kids. Greaser Greg, who's like the the Grease Danny of the group, if you would say. Yes. He's got a switchblade. Valerie Vomit, who is this girl that just like pukes a lot. Alligator. Who likes toes. It's an actual like gator looking Dude, yeah, not like a human. Foul feel is the the fucking baby, gross baby looking so thing. Weird. Nat Nerd is this like kid with like a fro, glasses, and zits all over his face. Wendy Winston is this chick that just like, no, it's not, no, it's not a chick. Wendy Winston is the dude, right? Right. That farts a lot. There's literally a, a, no, a, no. a scene in this movie.
1: I know what scene you're talking about. You laughed really loud.
2: Where Wendy Winston farts all over a large group of people at a fashion show. And then messy Tessie, who's got boogers she all over She just has runny nose
1: a lot. She has allergies. Like, I was like, that's her whole thing.
2: So you're like, okay, how do they visualize what I see on these cards that I loved growing up into actual live act like not even animated live action things right how would you describe it
1: god scary looking yeah like you really thought howard bad. the duck
2: that's what i'm saying like <laughs> garbage spell kids movie makes howard the duck look like a masterpiece a, a, an oscar yeah movie yeah basically. no it could, totally does it's bad
1: they're like let's go out in public and disguise ourselves in this movie theater except we don't even look even close to human there's that to consider. That's the
2: so that's the thing that when you compare to Howard the Duck. So like throughout Howard the Duck, there is different different differing levels of him encountering people and they either being like, oh my god, like hit it's him across the head, yeah, or like he's at the restaurant and it takes like people thirty minutes to realize it's a duck. Throughout the whole Garbage Pail Kids movies, everybody's like kind of cool with these freaky looking. It's like they taller, don't notice like human, like, they're not normal looking. No, people. not at all. At all. But uh, everywhere they go, they're just like, oh. Like, even one one thing is like a plot point in the movie. They go to this bar and, like, get into a fight. But then, like, one of the bar guys is like, these people are, these stupid babies are cool with me. And everybody's like, yay. And then cut to them, like, drinking beers together. Yeah,
1: it was after the alligator or alligator tried to like eat the toes off of somebody sitting at the bar. And they were like, fuck that. You can't do that. And then they became friends. (laughs) It was really
2: weird. So anyway, this whole movie is these humanoid baby looking gross things live in a trash can. From space. From space. (laughs) Is it space? Yeah. Is it definitely space?
1: Yeah, they were like rocket ships.
2: But they're in an antique shop. Yeah. And at some point, the trash can is overturned, slime comes out of it, and then like these f- freaking baby creatures are everywhere. Yeah. And so the whole movie is like, we got to get them back in this trash can. So we
1: can blast them back off. Or else. Yeah. I, I don't remember blasting off. Well, remember how the movie started? You saw the garbage cans flying around space?
2: Okay, so that's how it got there. Yeah. I don't remember at the end they're like, we got to put them back in the garbage can and blast well, them into I space. Well, I missed
1: the end, so I don't know how that happened. Oh no!
2: The antique shop owner is basically like, they're cool if they're in the trash can, even if it's like on this high shelf <laughs> in our antique shop. I'm like, that doesn't seem very cool. Like, let's
1: put it like, let's blast it back out into space, <laughs> motherfucker. Let, let's
2: listen to Chrissy Black blast the shit out of space because these are not like E. T. cool, like little, like cute creatures.
1: Not these, even as cool as Howard the Duck flying into space on an armchair.
2: It's not. Farts, zits.
1: Oh yeah, who kept peeing his pants? By the way, Ugh. every five seconds, I'm like, he's supposed to be a nerd. Why is that a nerdy thing? Pee your pants all the time.
2: So they, they like, they're in this antique shop, and this older gentleman, um, played by what's his name?
1: I don't know, but he was in bad. He's the one redeeming thing in this he's movie. He's in for me.
2: Oliver, and he's in Doctor Doolittle. No.
1: Or I didn't dislike him because he play, he's like, a musical uh, guy.
2: The Do- what, what was the, the Dodger guy in Oliver? Remember him?
1: The Artful Dodger?
2: Yes, he was the Artful Dodger in Oliver. Oh, that
1: makes sense. That's who he was. I could see that. And
2: then, now he's like resigned to this terrible Garbage poke Kids movie, <laughs> which I think, and I I think it's like one of his last movies he was ever in. Oh,
1: he did he die? Is this
2: like the ultimate, like... To service, like to his name, like garbage. I don't buckets.
1: know, maybe. But I do remember actually thinking several times, I was like, well, this is terrible despite me trying desperately to find the silver lining. But if there is to be one, he is the silver lining of this movie. So he
2: runs this antique shop and he's got this kid who's like, what, 13 years old? I thought younger, 11, by, 12. Played by Mackenzie Astin, who is... Sean Astin's brother. Really? John Astin's other son. Oh my goodness. So Sean Astin is in Goonies, and then Mackenzie is in this. Yikes. Yikes. He plays Dodger, of all names, in this movie. Yep. And so these weird creatures are in the antique shop. Mackenzie Astin's character, Dodger, is in love with this other girl who seems like she's like, 18 years old she's like super old oh yeah like much taller than him yeah it doesn't make any sense but she is friends with like the bullies of the, the bad town guys who like yeah at one point try to he- murder dodger or make <laughs> his character like first they drop him to a puddle yeah and then they drop him into like the sewer and like turn on like the water yeah something. i
1: remember even asking you i was like so how did this turn from like stealing lunch money to like let's murder a kid
2: yeah, it gets really graphic. It does. But the 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 garbage spell kids save him. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, like we're cool and we're friends. And so and you didn't get this, but the whole place, so the whole plot for this movie is he loves this chick who's like eighteen like five years older than him, who is basically girlfriends with like the bully kid. Right. But she has like a dream to be like a big wardrobe um Not stylist, but like a project run, like a person on Project Runway, basically. Okay. She wants to make her own line, but she has no skills. So the the Garbageville kids make this like uh, Michael Jackson type. I do remember this. Yes. For him. Yes. And he wears it. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool!" Yeah, no, I remember that. I just saw you as like this little kid, but now you're like this sexy Michael Jackson jacket loving dude. Like, how did you? She's and he's like, "I made this," and she's like, "You what?" She's like, "You made this?" He's like, "Yeah, I did." And she's like, "Well, could you make? How about you help
1: me out? Could
2: you make like a whole line like Project Runway in like two days?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then he's, then he goes back to the garbage truck kids. He's like, we have to make a whole line of clothes for my, like I got my like, crush for my crush, and they do. I know, and I then that. there's like a fashion show. This movie is crazy. <laughs> if you haven't learned, it's crazy and disturbing, but,
1: but not in a good way. Like the other one was in a good way. This is. This toes the line of not in a good way, where you're just like I can't anymore. Well, nope. just the
2: fact that they have all these like little people in suits, and you know that they had to do like ADR, like audio after the fact. Oh, totally. So Mackenzie Aston is just like hanging out with all these like weird little people in suits, like running around and doing lines, and the plot really doesn't make sense. No and there's boogers and. Farts and so gross. Her, his his girlfriend's name is Tangerine. That's right. So I did some research, Chris. Oh, and God. I think I figured sorry out. Sorry in advance. I, I'm sorry. I figured out. I think I figured out what's wrong with this movie.
1: Oh, oh, oh just one thing.
2: No, the overall like wrong thing. So the director Rod Amato, A M A T E A U. This was his last feature film. Big surprise, right? But. Uh, He was born in 1923. What? So at the time that he made this, made him like 64 or something. Okay. And he directed like lots of old TV, like Lassie, Mr. Ed, The George Burns Show, The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. Sure. He was this super, I'm not going to say super old dude, because he wasn't like... You know, in his eighties, but he was in his sixties,
1: which was old for then.
2: Right, eighties. Co-writing and directing the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Oh my god, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, the, being in your sixties is, is not old now. Like in 2017, that's actually not that old because people are living so much longer and working I'm much not longer. talking about
2: in life. I'm talking about for writing, co-writing and directing a garbage pell kids movie. No,
1: I know, but that's what I was getting at. But like, <laughs> like hey,
2: let's reboot the garbage pell kids movie, Chrissy. You know who should we who we should go to? I don't know. Some super old dude.
1: You've really thought this through.
2: <laughs> I didn't really think it through. I just thought it was crazy that A, it was his last movie. B, he was like 64 or 5 when he sure. did this. And he's known for like Lassie and Mr. Ed instead of other any other feature films other than this. Yeah. That is crazy. You know what also crazy? 0% mm. on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Zero? Is that even possible?
2: 0.5 zero
1: holy shit so wait does that does that make it like the worst reviewed movie critically of all time
2: it's definitely i mean it's definitely one of the worst has to be i mean it shares other zeros basically at the bottom oh my god that's crazy 2.7 on imdb which is generous ridiculously bad for imdb like they're usually generous on imdb yeah um, i think that's generous the budget 1 million grossed 1.5 million in theaters
1: so it 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 actually made money.
2: Well, I don't know how much they spend on marketing and stuff.
1: Yeah, that's true. But still.
2: Oh my gosh. Who was your favorite garbage pell kid, Chris?
1: Um, the vomiting one, Violet, I guess is her name. V- vomiting Violet. Because
2: you love vomiting so much. Well, no,
1: because when she when the card I saw the card, I was like, Oh god, no, I can't. This is gonna be the worst thing ever. But unlike the other ones who do their shtick literally all the time, she didn't. And she had moments where she was actually somewhat helpful. And I'm like, okay, so look, she vomits, but like not all the time. So she can be helpful. She just has a weak stomach. (laughs) Where the other one's like, the one, the nerdy kid's like. You're
2: like, I want to know this girl's backstory. Like, why is she (laughs) vomiting so much? But like
1: the nerdy kid is like always peeing on himself. Like he can't, like all the time. And I'm like, no, the baby. Oh, I couldn't even with the baby. Falfred. Then there was messy Tessie who was constantly the nose running. She was the more consistently normal one of everybody where I'm like, okay, maybe I can get on board with her because she's not vomiting every five seconds. (laughs) I tried. Oh, man.
2: That's great. And not only that, so like the whole plot of the movie is like, how do we get these... You know, weird baby kids back in this trash can. That's where we're safest. That's where kids belong. At the end, do you think they go back in the trash can? Nope. They just like, let them run free. You know, there's like, bye-bye. Like, let them run free. So I'm like, I'm assuming they were setting up a sequel, like a, a very maligned sequel oh my God. that we thankfully never got.
1: Wow. Can you imagine? Oh,
2: the worst movie ever. I fucking
1: hated that. I movie. can't even believe that it got a theatrical release. Like, how did this not just go straight to VHS?
2: I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's a valid question.
2: I, I definitely haven't seen this movie as much as Howard the Duck, so I'm wondering if uh, <laughs> like, if I was... At the time, I was into the car, so I wonder if I was taken to the movie. Ugh. You know what's
1: horrible. really funny? You're like, I haven't seen this movie nearly as much as I've seen Howard the Duck, but we just established a minute ago, you were like, I saw it was six, maybe one, Two or between. three? Yeah.
2: I'm saying I probably saw Garbage Pail Kids once. Oh, wow. And even as a kid... Didn't want to watch it again. So that tells you how horrible this movie is. <laughs> there's like a singing and dancing scene with these baby looking crazy oh, creatures yeah. in here. It's that bad. And there's no Leah Thompson in it. Nope. No duck, you know. Nope. Not even a hint of it. Or duck boobies. I have a cu- quick tr- couple trivia that you might like, Chris. So how could this have been better? Listen. Uh, so this other dude John Carl Bushler okay was considered he's like a special effects wizard known in the 80s um, he was considered to direct the film and his version of the story was going to be a straight up horror film in which <laughs> garbage felt kids would have spawned from radioactive sludge that had found its way to a garbage can filled with broken dolls turning them into serial killers.
1: What does
2: that not sound like 20 times? I mean, it better? does sound
1: better, but like the same radioactive sludge that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got into <gasps> crossover. <laughs>
2: that would have been awesome. So, Mackenzie Aston auditioned and signed onto the movie without telling his father, actor John Aston from the Adams family. When he was informed and given the script by his son, John thought the script was so poor. He looked into getting McKenzie out of the film.
1: Well, good on you, John Aston. You protect your, your young and. What happened? <laughs> also, how did Mackenzie? how was he able to make that sort of decision on his own? Was he an emancipated minor or something? Because, like, you can't make those sort of decisions on your own.
2: Maybe he was. Maybe they were on bed terms. Maybe. The Aston family,
1: man. Right? Wow. Good on you, Sean. We like you.
2: Also, Chris, you might want to know this. This was filmed in a Van Nuys warehouse off or behind north of Sepulveda Boulevard during the hot summer months.
1: Wow. It goes from bad to worse.
2: (laughs) Can you imagine? No. Hot summer months of Van Nuys. Nope. Trapped in these weird suits, dancing and jostling about. Ugh. This is the
1: darkest timeline. Nope. It sounds terrible.
2: Terrible. Really terrible. Ugh. Worst movie I've seen in a long time. You
1: you owe me, Justin. You owe me.
2: Are you some mac and cheetos? No, you like owe me. Like straight from the drive-thru. Like not reheated. Just straight from the drive-thru <laughs> into your mouth.
1: God, no. Like we'll you- go
2: through. I'll get them. You'll be in the passenger seat and I'll just toss them.
1: Oh, jeez. First of all, you this owe me, me like... Them. That's disgusting. You you owe me like real food, and then secondly,
2: I feed you all the time. There's a fridge full of food up there.
1: Wait, you feed me? So you make food around here?
2: Uh, sometimes. Uh-huh. I made these mac and cheetos. That does not Were count. They you tasty? didn't make
1: anything. But um, what I was going to say mm-hmm. is like, mm-hmm. you owe me some better movies, man. Like this was this was hard. Mm-hmm. I would like to request better movies. Even
2: better. I'll take you on a vacation. Wait. A magic carpet ride.
1: Hold on. You're taking me on this vacation? Isn't this my work trip and you're coming with me? Don't
2: you dare close your eyes. (laughs) Never knew. Okay. It's a whole new world, Chrissy. It is. It is. What will be your final grade for Garbage Pell
1: Kids? F, 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 F. Double Fs. Wow. I can't believe
2: you gave Garbage Pell Kids movie the same grade as you did Big Trouble in Little China. You should be ashamed, Chrissy. Do you want to retroactively change that grade? This is the time to do it.
1: D minus for Big Trouble. Woo!
2: And for that... You don't have to eat another Mac and Cheeto.
1: Oh, like I was going to anyway, because you ate the whole box.
2: Guys, I'm going to tell you right now, my stomach feels great. Like, it soaked up all that beer. Like, I don't even have to worry now. I mean,
1: I'm happy for you, because I don't want you to get sick, but like...
2: I'm not going to get sick. Oh, damn. I'm going to get the opposite sick. Like, it's going to embolden me, like, into a healthier self, basically.
1: So, like, tomorrow, you're going to hit the gym. You're going to be like, you know what? I need to work all that off.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Me and Cam gonna go to the gym, father and son.
1: He would love that.
2: Um so no. Uh yeah. The, the terrible, like terrible movies. One of them was good bad, one of them was bad, bad.
1: If you've stuck around this long, we're sorry. But
2: we're going on vacation, guys. Yeah. So next week we got our nineties uh action fantasy movie draft with some movie pod squad network bros. Fun times, Chrissy. Fun times. I already taped it, so I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I will say, as the reigning champion of uh, Fantasy Movie Draft, I'd like to thank, this is my speech, I'd like to thank Jesus and God, number one, Chrissy, my family, kids, what up, dad loves you, Um, and I'd also like to thank Leah Thompson, so there you go. I won my first Fantasy Movie Draft, Chrissy, I don't know if you noticed. My first outright win. I've tied once, and uh, it's it's um, only uphill from it. Like every single, I'm gonna expect to win everyone now. So,
1: oh man, we got to do this Leo one. <laughs> it needs to happen like yesterday. Congratulations <laughs> on your big win.
2: Now I will um, continue not winning ever again. So <laughs> <clears throat> it was a massive fluke. Um, no, I,
1: it was deserved.
2: <clears throat> I won by only one vote. So. Your votes count, guys. Yeah, put in your votes on Twitter and Facebook.
1: And obviously, because I voted for Justin, without you know, like, come on, let's let's be honest. Thank you. I was your winning vote. There you go. If I had not voted, or if I would have just flaked out on it, like, then what?
2: Then we would have tied. Another tie. I I would. I can't. I can't live with two ties, Christy. I would literally just quit the draft altogether.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
2: Not maybe doing it altogether, but I would just take me out of the... I would just be a moderator.
1: Stop. Seriously. You took it very
2: seriously. Well, I don't want to lose every single one. I understand. So, like I said, now that I've won one, I can continue losing. Okay. And I'll be cool with it. All so right. There you go. Cool. So we got the draft coming next week. Um, The week after that, we are, I think, talking about a 2007 film that is still TBD. Um, And then at the end of the month, Chrissy, big news. What? I don't know if you've uh, heard someone celebrating a birthday. (gasps) Who is it? That would be me.
1: What? Happy birthday, Justin.
2: I mean, it's not happened yet, Chris. I can wish you a happy early
1: birthday if I want to.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So for my birthday, we are, are celebrating with one of my favorite films of all time. Spoiler alert, I'm not going to say it.
1: Wait, spoiler alert, (laughs) I'm not going to say it? No. Okay.
2: Um, No, it's a movie very dear to my heart. It's celebrating a um, 20-year anniversary, the the day of my birthday, I think.
1: That's right. I remember you telling me that it came out like the 26th.
2: Because I remember when I was 17 going to a theater and falling in love, Chrissy my first love so it's uh it's a really weird first love my, my first love my first love we're going to be talking about finally on the podcast uh properly and formally face off
1: dun 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 um, that's my mic that's a really weird first love
2: celebrating my ber- celebrating my birthday and uh, 20 years of face off so that's going to be fun
1: I won't give anything away about my opinions of that movie. I will just say—I mean,
2: we've only brought it up like twenty times throughout this whole okay, okay. podcast. So. Well, I
1: I, I I have seen it, and I have—and not yes, not only that, I taped it off of HBO in the nineties as like a kid or you know y- older kid, and used to like just watch it periodically. Like now, I'm going to put it in my VHS and my own TV and like watch it like as I fell asleep at night. That was, that was one of those movies I watched a lot.
2: Great story, Chris. Just saying. I'm familiar with it. Great story. That's it. Do you think we would have gone this long in our relationship without me showing you one of my favorite movies of all time? Face. If you hadn't have seen it?
1: Oh. Face.
2: Oh. I can't wait. Anyway. Where can people find us on the interwebs? Really quick, Chris.
1: Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, I'm sure you upload us to another website that I'm forgetting. Google Play, Google SoundCloud, Play, SoundCloud. That's Facebook, right. Facebook, Twitter, Facebook and Geek Twitter, Cast. Instagram and uh Snapchat.
2: True. All true. At
1: Movie Geek Cast. <clears throat>
2: and if you can uh go on iTunes and leave us a rating or review, we will literally become your best friends of all time. Yeah. We will follow you everywhere. It'll be like it follows. We will, but we won't murder you. And we, we will, will, just
1: g- we will cr- issue creep
2: in the background
1: a public apology for the visual of scrotum eyes. Because I think that's probably going to stick with a few people the idea of scrotum eyes.
2: If you haven't seen Howard the Duck recently, <laughs> just watch I mean just watch the trailer and see his scrotum eyes yeah. and how it just doesn't match his whole face. Yeah, so it's a bad idea. It's really scary. All right. But better than garbage
1: poke. Oh yes.
2: So with that, with that mental image in your in your brains, um, we will catch you guys next week. Mm, mac and Cheetos. Mm. Thanks, guys. For shows like this, visit MoviePodSquad.com.